I'm tired of coronavirus. I'm tired of these kids knowing about coronavirus. We all are. What's the problem? So my six-year-old son goes to school, and I guess uh, during snack time, he had potato chips. And I guess when he bit a potato chip, it, you know, hit the top of his mouth. So his mouth was hurting. So he asked, the teacher says, Jackson, what's wrong? He says, I, my mouth hurts. I think I have coronavirus. Oh, my gosh. Well, I get it. I mean, you know, he's, oh a, he, he's a young kid, and, like, when you turn on the news all the time or when you're listening to the radio, all you hear about is coronavirus. Coronavirus seems like the illness that is taking everybody up. Oh, my Like, what, what have we heard about at all uh, other than coronavirus this year? Coronavirus. Coronavirus is the disease. So they ask what's wrong. He says, I have a sore throat in my mouth first. So that is one of the signs of coronavirus. It so is. when he says, yeah, sore throat. Oh, they said his mouth hurts. They said his mouth hurts, and he has a sore oh. throat. He says, yes, he's six years old. Yes, my, my mouth hurts, so I have a sore throat. So what do they do? They call uh, Mr. Lord Casey, you got to come get your son because, we, you know, he, he has a possible Lord signs of coronavirus. Mercy. So I got to rush him to the, to the doctor yesterday, and he get a strep test, and he gets a this and that, and they be like, he's fine. He just had a potato chip. What about flu season? You can't, we can't overreact oh, to every single uh, symptom because a lot of these symptoms are... The same type of symptoms that you get when you have the flu. So what's going to happen during flu season? Isn't it flu season now? It is flu season now. Yeah. Wait, there's more. So then I get home. You know, I'm doing the homework with the kids. So my, my four-year-old who's in pre-K, she's coloring, and I'm helping the other kids with their homework. She makes a picture. Guess what she makes a picture of? Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Drop on the clues, mom, for coronavirus, baby. <laughs> Goodness has, gracious. This, they have, this is the year of the Rona. Okay? I don't know what the Chinese New Year is, but I know uh, this is the year of the Corona. Jeez. The year of the Rona. I'm tired of this coronavirus. It's just taking over my life. I'm like... I'm like, who taught you that? She was like, I just know. I'm it's like, taking over you know all what? of our lives. You and it could, it could be worse. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with coronavirus. It you, could be worse, though, because you could be one of the 200,000 plus that have passed away from it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or you, somebody in your family could. Or you could be one of the millions infected. We've been blessed thus far. You know when you were a kid and there was a bully and after the bully beat you up, he leaves? Coronavirus hasn't left yet. Like, you beat us up. Like, can we leave? Like, can we open up this economy? Can we stop closing restaurants, stop closing schools? Well, can if we- your president wasn't such a, uh, 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 a foolish F-boy, Donald Trump is proof that, uh, you know, you, you will remain an F-boy until you decide you don't want to be an F-boy no more. Okay. Goodness gracious. Like that is that is narcissistic personality disorder to the tenth degree. It is all about him and he leads by example and people follow him and that's why America has the coronavirus problem that it has now. Goodness. You know what I mean? Gracious. All they gotta do is take Envy's beard and put it over their face, put it over their nose, cover themselves. Okay, but they choose not to do this that. This is a mask, sir. I don't know if you know. This is a mask. It says 
Got credit on this side. This is a mask. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what's on your face, and I'm not judging you. I'm not judging you for none of the Beijing. You know I'm not what? judging you for none of the payaint. I'm not judging you for the mask. I'm not judging you for nothing. All I'm simply saying is, in order to stop the prevention of coronavirus, the transmission of it, take Envy's bid oh and put goodness. it over your mouth and your nose. Goodness Okay? Gracious. Okay. What about your butt? Uh-huh. Can we get coronavirus in your butt? Huh? Man, when y'all gonna release Envy's clips? Why y'all always putting my <laughs> clips online? When y'all gonna put out Envy's clips of him sexually harassing me? Oh. <laughs> okay? Jesus Christ. The guy that bought me a butt? Wow. Why are we starting so early? I don't know why I'm messing with you. All right. I, I don't know either. Let's you get tell the show me. Cracking. Felicia Rashad will be joining us First this of morning. all, you ain't say that with no enthusiasm. Okay, all right. The great, the legend, the icon. America's you, mother. You might have seen her on the Cosby show. You might, might have. You mean might have? All right, you've seen her on the Cosby yes, Show. Yes, America's mother. We we are being blessed this morning. We have the privilege and the honor to have the presence, the mere essence of Felicia Rashad in the building. No, we're not in the building, but... She'll be here. Via, on Zoom. Via Zoom. <laughs> via Zoom. Oh, I hate Zoom. All right. And, and also, <laughs> uh, a comedian you might know, funniest guy out right now. OG. Mike Epps will be joining us. The OG veteran. Yes. Mike Epps, my guy. Both of them will be joining us um, via Zoom. Via Zoom. That's right. Yes. All right. So don't move it. And we got front page news. We're talking about a lot. How about that? That's all I got. That means he doesn't even know. No, that, means he know he had, that means he just walked in. He's done no prep. No. Let's be let's be real. Angela Yee, that's her that's her thing. Yeah, that's, that's what she does. That's that's, that's okay. Her thing. We've done no prep whatsoever. When it comes to this. No. Wing it. Let's go. I love it like but, this. But Trump is out the hospital. We'll give you some updates. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. No, they be lying hundred percent. Hey. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, start off with some sports. Last night, NFL, all right? Kansas City Chiefs beat the Patriots 26-10. The Green Bay Packers beat the Falcons 30-16. Now, let's talk about your president, Donald Trump. Now, you know, 13 people in the, uh, Donald Trump's family and the government has have received, test, well, I should say, tested positive for COVID-19. The White House is filthy. Lights all, all the whole place there. Yeah, well, Donald Trump went back home yesterday. He, That's not his house. Temporary residence. Well, it's temporary residence. He went home to the crib yesterday, and he stood on his balcony. He ripped his mask off. He put his thumbs up, and everybody said he was wheezing. <sighs> Could barely breathe. Well, this is what he said. Don't let it dominate you. Don't be afraid of it. You're going to beat it. We have the best medical equipment. We have the best medicines, all developed recently. And you're going to beat it. I went. I didn't feel so good. And two days ago, I could have left two days ago. Two days ago, I felt great, like better than I have in a long time. I said just recently, better than 20 years ago. Don't let it dominate. Don't let it take over your lives. Donald Trump is a primary example of why you have to be intentional about your evolution. You only grow in life if you want to. This man has never had any reason to grow. He's got narcissistic personality disorder, and he doesn't care about people. He cares about his image, period. And I told y'all, a Trump that survives COVID is a Trump you don't want to have to deal with. The man is 74 years old and 250 pounds first thing in the morning. If you thought, you know, he thought that it was 99% harmless before... How do you think he feels now? Even though I don't believe he ever had COVID to begin with. And that wheezing that you saw at mm-hmm. the top of those stairs, yeah. it's because he's clinically obese. Uh. What happens when clinically obese people walk upstairs? <sighs> they got to catch their breath. <sighs> yeah, I'm like, I'm sitting there watching everybody talk about, oh, he's clearly uh, having difficulty breathing. I know the difference between tr- somebody trying to hold in a cough and a fat person that can't barely make it up some stairs. Well, he also talks about that he possibly may be immune. We're going back to work. Oh, We're going to no. be out front. 
As your leader, I had to do that. I knew there's danger to it, but I had to do it. I stood out front. I led. Nobody that's a leader would not do what I did. And I know there's a risk, there's a danger, but that's okay. And now I'm better, and maybe I'm immune. I don't know. But don't let it dominate your lives. Get out there. Be careful. We have the best medicines in the world, and it all happened very shortly, and they're all getting approved, and the vaccines are coming See? momentarily. I told y'all, I told y'all, I told y'all he was going to be the person to take these experimental cocktails and these therapeutic vaccines and stand in front of the American people and tell them, I took them, look at me, I'm good. Next thing you know, stock prices are soaring for these pharmaceutical companies, and he may have investments in them. Who no. Well, the White House blocks new FDA coronavirus guidelines that may have delayed the vaccine. So basically, the people that they gave the vaccine to, they were supposed to follow for two months to make sure that they were okay, no side effects, but the White House is taking that off. So the vaccine will be available a lot earlier, they're saying. so. And they haven't even said Donald Trump is negative. It's not like they said, yo, he tested negative and they sent him home. <laughs> He's just out in these streets He's saying he about. feel better. What the hell does feel better mean? Are you negative or not? Mask off. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. What do you mean do you feel better? All listen, right. Listen, man. That's y'all president. That's y'all president. Y'all voted for him, and guess what? A lot of y'all are, are, are following his example, and guess what y'all going to continue to do? Spread that nasty-ass COVID, and you're going to spread it during flu season, and you're going to end up back on lockdown come Thanksgiving. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, bad morning, or maybe you feel blessed and you want to spread some positivity. Maybe you just got things on your mind. Man, spread anything but Corona. 585-1051 is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm dialing. I'm dialing. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm dialing. I'm calling call you. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Mm-mm. What up, though? This is the weed man. What the weed up, man? You must be calling from Detroit. <laughs> What's happening? from the D. What's going on? Get it off your chest, brother. Hey, I got a expensive weed headed, man. I'm trying to get over that shit. Look, my man got the aces for 100 and I bite them every day. Stop cursing, bro. You can't curse, brother. Out here cursing Bro. about that regular-ass weed y'all selling. You crazy as hell, Charlamagne. You know you ain't smoking no good, bud. Y'all ain't got nothing but me. I was smoking Friday. I, I smoked Friday. I, I was smoking um, so I was smoking some indica called Ray Charles on Friday. Yeah, right. What I'm alive for? <laughs> I got to lie to you for. Had a goddamn right. panic attack too. Trying, <laughs> trying to trying to do something to ease my anxiety. You know, just walking outside barefoot, eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, what's wrong I'm, with I'm you, man? Figure that out, man. What should, what should I do, man? I'm trying to quit. Just quit. Yeah, yeah, right. You know what it is? You probably got an oral fixation. You probably just like having something in your mouth. No, and that's that's what it is. Uh, listen, <laughs> oh, that's what it I'm, is. Charlamagne got something for you for your mouth. That's I know you like it, it out in the D too, boy. It's just an oral fixation. You just need to put something in your mouth. That's all. I'm sure in the D you can find something, oh, right? Hell no. You, See, nah, 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 it's too late now. What do you mean? Enjoy I'm talking the about get you a chew stick. Enjoy the D. Get a chew stick, a toothpick, pretzel stick. Yeah, yeah, he the right, he in the right place. Hello, who's this? Hi, Erica. Hey, get it off your chest. Yeah, I was just calling because I'm on my way to work, and this week I've been putting the EKG class as on every day that I'm off. And usually with other jobs, um, you get the, like a day off from your regular schedule so that you won't have to get up early every single day. Okay. So I'm just tired. I'm a nurse, so I'm like exhausted, and I just really just I really want to give my boss dunk the other day. 
Who's your boss? What's his name? No, don't do that. Don't do that. We don't need you to lose your job, yeah, we don't Erica. need you to lose your job. Not during this time. Because we appreciate you. You are an essential worker. I'm sure you've been busy these past uh, several months. So we appreciate you. Thank you. I, I just was spitting about that because I needed somebody to tell. I'm just tired. That's all. We all get tired. I understand. All right, Mama. I just want to sleep in one day. And I love y'all. Y'all have a good day. Love you, too. Thank you. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Christine calling from Queens. Hey, Queens, New York. What part of Queens? Shadyville. So you went to PS34 or St. Joe Minnan? Which one? No, I went to school in Long Island. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right. So what's up? Get it off your chest, Mama. Well, no, let's take it off my chest. First of all, I just wanted to, give, you know, give all things to God. It's my birthday today. I'm celebrating hey. 39 birthday. Happy birthday. Thirty nine. Happy Born Day! Uh, every every birthday, I want us to really, really celebrate now. Because I mean, you know, you've seen how many people have passed away recently. So I know, and you know what? I was a victim of COVID, and I suffered with it for six weeks. But by God's grace, I definitely made it through. Look at so, God. Uh, you know that alone is just something to be grateful for. So I was just wanted to spread some love, spread some joy today. I'm so appreciative for all it is that you all do. Um, I've had the opportunity to meet um, Envy at one point and Angela Yee, Charlamagne, not you, but I would love to, and um, you know, in the near future, as I continue on with my journey with podcasts and things of that nature, I just wanted to thank you all for what you're doing for the community. And just to shed some light on today that although we have uncertainties in this world and we have an unknown future, I trust the Lord in God. And you That's all it. should do the same. That's all you can do. All righty, my I love it. Well, enjoy your birthday, all right? Thank you. Have a good one. Maybe a lot of uncertainty in the world. We may be facing an unknown future, but I know that my God is good. There you go. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Black Jack, what's happening, Queen? Get it off your chest. See, Solomon, it's always you. It's all. Why are you playing this this early? What I said? I said good morning, Queen. Huh? You call me Black Jack. Black Jack. (laughs) I want to say good morning (laughs) to the rest of the club. I miss Angela, um, but you two are holding it down. So, um, good morning to you guys. Peace and blessings. And I also want to shout out my business. High Six Society. Um, y'all should definitely follow us on Instagram, Charlamagne. I've been trying to get some stuff up to y'all for the longest. Well, send it to the station. We at the station now. Send it up to the station. Send it to the station, Mama. I definitely will. I'm glad y'all are back. Um, have a good morning, and thank you for doing what y'all do. Thank you, Black Mac. Peace and blessings. <laughs> what's up, NBA? How you feeling today, man? What's up, Sean Stone? What's going on? I'm, I'm good, man. Charlamagne, what's up, man? How you feeling today, bro? Peace, King. How are you? I hear defeat in your voice early this morning. <laughs> why you start so early with this man? You know why, man? <laughs> Talk to me. I was watching a, I was watching um, a movie uh, with Tom Cruise when he was doing some work for the DEA, DEA mm-hmm. where he was moving some products, and dude was making a lot of money, right? It's a so movie. This morning I woke, yeah, I know, I know. It's a movie. But this morning I woke up and I was like, let me just check my bank account. I checked my bank account, bro. 41 cents in my bank account, man. It's, it's just crazy, man, living paycheck to paycheck. 41 cents? Hey. 41 cents in my bank account, bro. Yo, Trav, please you know get I mean? the voodoo off um, Sean Stone, <laughs> man. Yo, Trav, yo, Trav, whatever route you put on Sean Stone, please take it off, man. Nah, man, it's just, it's just living paycheck to paycheck. It's rough, man. A lot of times people think because, you know, you have a job, 
that things are going to be looking up, up and up. But I just want to tell people, because some people will feel depressed, right? And want yeah. to do something stupid. You don't have to do anything stupid. You just got to keep on working hard, man. And just keep on praying, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, Sean, 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 yeah. Sean, leave your cash app, bro. Leave your cash app. Uh, I got to give you 59 cents, man, to give you a dollar. Uh, so you have a whole stupid time. <laughs> Goodbye, man. <laughs> got to do it. But no, for real, leave your cash app, man. Yo, my cash app is Sean, S-H-A-W-N, 732, man. S-H-A-W-N, 732. Seven. And Charlamagne, you know what? I thank you for your 59 cents, too. Probably going to give you 69 cents. Probably no I'm definitely not giving you 69. You're not giving a 69 uh, cent? No, I don't want no 69. I take 68. Whoa, <laughs> I owe you one. Okay, Sean. You, you got to do what you got to do when you got 41 cents, Sean. Y'all are flirting. Y'all are flirting this morning. God bless Sean, man. I'm going to put something in Sean Cash App for real. What you going to put? I don't know yet. I'm going to bless him, though. Hello, who's this? Yo, it's Steve, it's Steve Crumble. Steve Crumble. Why are you so excited? Calm down. What's up, brother? Good morning. Uh, good morning, good brothers. You hear me? What's up? How are you, King? Bro? Yo, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. You got something to say or you just he calling up here? Right. Okay, nah, what, what I got to say is that um, what's bothering me right now is the, the powers of protection. We got we got our, our political powers, our president protecting that black people are killers and thieves. And Mexicans are racist and thieves, and and history tells you that there's no other culture that bopped a wife over the head with a stick and dragged them to a cave and forced them to be white, and now they project it on us as being racist. You can't steal a whole race of people and then call us thieves, you know. And it's early, bro. Yo, King, what grade? Yo, yo, King, what grade? What grade? What grade you smoking this morning? It's King? early, bro. Bro, I'm on my, I'm an engineer. I'm on my way to work right now. You heard? Oh, okay, okay. So you just you know and, listening and to the my, new you listening to the new J Electronica it's, it's, album it's, it's, Act right Two. Now. You got a lot of conspiracy theories in Absolutely. your mind. Absolutely. It, it's not even conspiracy theories no more, good brother. You know, it's like before. I can't. I used to believe. I used to. We used to give. We used to get a white man the benefit of the doubt. And it's like after everything that's been happening in society, we can't give them the benefit of the doubt no more. They're uh, bad people. I, I, I need to say this, King. I've never given the white. Man. I've never given the white man the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> right? well, morning, brother, man. I'm, I'm from Monk's Corner, South Carolina. I grew up in South Carolina with a Confederate flag flew over the state house lawn with a John B. Calhoun statues in Charleston, South Carolina, where buildings and highways are named after Strom Thurmond. I am sorry if I'm jaded, but I've never given the white man the benefit of the doubt. Get it off your <laughs> okay. chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now, um, when we come back, we got rumors on the way. We'll tell you about Rick Ross. He got some new teeth. We'll tell you about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm V. Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. What's happening? Good morning. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Trey Song. It's this is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Now, shout to our guy Trey Songs. Now, uh, Trey Songs has tested positive for coronavirus. But I tested positive for COVID nineteen. Taking many tests as I've been out protesting, food drives. Of course, I have a very young son at home, so uh, I get tested periodically. And this time, unfortunately, it came back positive. I will be taking it seriously. I will be self-quarantined, and I will be in my house until I see a negative sign. I don't know how many of y'all know, but my grandfather passed early this year, and while it wasn't said that it was COVID, I do believe it was. So 
I've always taken it serious. Uh, and if you come in contact with COVID, please do the same. Don't be like the president. So drop one of Clues Bonds for Trigger. You know what I'm saying? Such a simple message. Don't be like the president. Why is the Biden campaign not running ads right now that say wear a mask? Don't be like your president. Just a, just such a simple and effective message. Absolutely. You got to be very careful out there as well, man. And, and, a lot, and a lot of you brothers, um, you don't have to worry about Mr. Steal Your Girl stealing your girl for at least 14 days. At, since, at least, at since least she's 14 quarantined. days. Yeah, shout to uh, Trey Songz. I hope he feels a lot better. Unless she wakes up and says, hey, man, I got to go away for 14 days all of a sudden. You're like, why? Why? And she's <laughs> going to play nurse with Trey. Oh, well, you know why. Mm-hmm. You know why, excuse me. Now, Boosie Badass, he's selling his Jaguar. Now, he has a Jaguar F-Type. He probably paid about $100,000 to $110,000, depending on options. And he said his nephew, he's, this is his uh, quote, my nephew's stupid ass wrecked my Jag. My nephew's stupid ass just wrecked my Jag. I'm pissed the f*** off. I just woke up. Who won't buy it right now? Buy this bitch right now. 21 Jag. Wrap rims on it. Give me 75K, man. 21 Jag right now. Ain't nobody got this bitch. 75K. If not, I'm going to trade it in right now. I just want the record to show uh, that wasn't a rumor. <laughs> Neither one of these last two stories have been rumors. I mean, Envy said exactly what Boosie said before he said before it. Before he said it? Uh, Where, where's the rumors? Can we get some rumors? Uh, well, Rick Ross, he got some new teeth. It looks like Rick Ross flew out to Columbia and uh, paid $10,000 for some teeth. It's just simply not a rumor. This is the same doctor that uh, did uh, Takashi 6ix9ine's teeth. And Rick Ross talks about his new teeth. You know, they hate to see you smile, so I had to come out here to Cali, Columbia to see Dr. Mantoya get my smile right. You know what I'm saying? I smile. All my Heat fans, I smile, baby. I love to see brothers invest in things that actually matter, like their teeth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But um, they have to figure out a way to, like, render the teeth face ratio. You what know you what mean? I mean? Because some of these dudes' teeth be looking bigger than their actual face. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's got to be a way to, like, structure the mouth to where you can have the teeth looking normal. I noticed with some of the teeth, some sometimes they don't look white, they look bluish. Really? I don't know if you noticed that. That looked like a little blue tint on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you don't want teeth that look like Envy's beard. You know what I'm saying? Like, it has to look somewhat real, is what I'm saying. Why are you shaking your head, Dramas? Why are you agreeing with this man? Because I got a real beard, and you don't. So. Oh. <laughs> Drop one of clothes bombs for <laughs> Latinos this morning. <laughs> nice jab, drum. I like that. You're looking like Canelo out here, baby. That was, that was good. All right. and, that, and, that, and that was your rumor report. <laughs> right. Yeah, drum. That's what I'm talking about. It ain't your fault that you can't tell if Envy got his chin or uh, his mask around his chin or his beard on. I'm not talking to y'all no more. It ain't, his you know ain't your fault. I ain't Talk to you no more. When we come back, we got front page. News. Let's we'll at least try about- to make things look realistic out here, people. Your we'll, teeth, your bitch. We'll tell you about Donald <laughs> Trump. Everything. Your eyebrows. And uh, Dramos will fill us in. You know, Dramos is the leader of Latinos for Trump. Oh, man, oh, stop oh, that. Oh, Get out of here. Oh, Get out of here. Oh, <laughs> what does Bagger stand for again? Make America no Goya again. Yeah, Let's go, baby. Shut up. Let's go. Front page Shut news up. is next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Leaving a child in a hot vehicle can lead to their death in a matter of minutes. If you see a child left unattended and can't locate their parents, call 911. If the child is unresponsive, do whatever it takes to get him or her out safely, including breaking the window. You may be the only thing between the child's life and death. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
Let's get in some front page news. Now, Monday Night Football. The Kansas City Chiefs beat the Patriots 26-10. The Packers beat the Falcons 30-16. The Falcons ain't win a game yet, but my Giants didn't either. So. Well, salute to the Falcons because they lost to us this year, and we appreciate it. <laughs> Dropping the clues bombs for the Dallas Cowboys, goddammit. My goodness. That's a great win. All right. Now, tonight is game four. The Lakers are heat, 9 p.m. The Lakers lead that series 2-1. to one. They've been talking smack to each other, so I can't wait to see tonight's man, game. Man, Drum just sent us the funniest meme, man. There's a meme that says Bronny James is now uh, two wins. LeBron James is now two wins away from, from giving Bronny James the ass-whipping of his life. <laughs> I'm <laughs> catching him smoking <laughs> with a smoking video. I think, gonna, I think he'll forget about it. I mean, once he wins the championship, he's going to forget about it. He ain't going to be thinking about it like that. He just got a nice, comfortable conversation. Because at first, you're mad and you want to bust your son's ass. But after, what, a week, two weeks? Boy, please. LeBron James is a black father. I, I used to I used to pray that my father was too tired to put his foot up my ass too. Maybe he forgot. And just when you think they forgot, it's like, hey, come here. But it ain't been two, but two weeks though. Now you never know. Mm. All right. Well, your president, it seems like he is home. Your president is home. He went on the uh, the White House balcony. He gave two thumbs up, and this is what he said about coronavirus. Don't let it dominate you. Don't be afraid of it. You're gonna beat it. We have the best medical equipment we have the best medicines all developed recently and you're going to beat it i went i didn't feel so good and two days ago i could have left two days ago two days ago i felt great like better than i have in a long time i said just recently better than 20 years ago don't let it dominate don't let it take over your lives you know donald trump is not saying that he has the best medical equipment he has access to the best medicine he has access to things the people he wants to vote for him, don't have. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. Even though I'm one of those people who don't believe that he had coronavirus to begin with, and this is just an October surprise, but what do I know? Don't listen to me. He also talks about he possibly could be immune. We're going back to work. We're going to be out front. As your leader, I had to do that. I knew there's danger to it, but I had to do it. I stood out front. I led. Nobody that's a leader would not do what I did. And I know there's a risk, there's a danger, but that's okay. And now I'm better, and maybe I'm immune. I don't know. But don't let it dominate your lives. Get out there. Be careful. We have the best medicines in the world, and it all happened very shortly, and they're all getting approved, and the vaccines are coming momentarily. Y'all, you're better, but are you negative? Okay, I told y'all that if Trump survived COVID, that is a Trump you don't want to deal with. The man is 74 years old and 250 pounds. Okay, if you thought he was saying it was 99% harmless before, what do you think he feels now? And I told y'all that he was going to get healed and come out and start talking about these therapeutic vaccines yeah. and these experimental cocktails and all of these things will be available. And you already see these pharmaceutical companies, stock prices surging. He probably got investments in all of them. Well, well, White House blocks new FDA coronavirus guidelines that may have delayed the vaccine. So what mercy. that means is after they gave somebody the vaccine, they were supposed to follow them around for two months to make sure that they were okay, no side effects. But it looks like the White House is blocking that to get the vaccine out sooner. They don't care if you grow wings. As long as you get corona, as long as you get rid of coronavirus, there you go. they don't care if a, if a horn grows out of your forehead. As long as the coronavirus is go. eliminated, okay, they don't care if you grow a tail out your anus. As long as you don't have coronavirus, what's your fixation with butts and anuses, bro? First of like, all, first like, of all, first of in, all, in the same sense that you I talked about three different things. I said wings, I said horns, and I said a tail. That's clearly a dragon. I was describing. Okay, all right. Okay, but the first thing you said clearly was, a dragon. Your father's foot would be far up your ass. So you, you, you could have said your, your father would have put hands on you. You no. could have said so many different things. But you, you know what? Forget it. Joe Biden 
It looks like Joe Biden was at a, uh, a town hall and he spoke to people. He talked to the younger generation and said how he would help. I'm going to eliminate a lot of your student debt. If you come from a family less than 125 grand and you went to a, a public university, I'm going to make sure that everybody in this generation gets $10,000 knocked off of their student debt as we try to get out of this god-awful pandemic. If you're a first-home home buyer, you haven't even had the opportunity to gain enough income to be able to have a down payment. The first-term home buyers are going to get $15,000 credit to be able to buy their first home because that's how people accumulate wealth. That's how they get started. I agree. It all sounds good, but this is car selling season, and I hope I hope for a fact he's able to do that. There's a lot of people out there that you're right. They make money, they pay for rent, but they don't have the money to put down on a house. They don't have closing costs. So those grants, that money that you say, will help a lot of people be able to buy their first home or their first apartment or their first condo or whatever it may be. That's so, exactly why all you idiots who say things like, you shouldn't critique Joe Biden, you shouldn't critique Joe Biden. Yes, you should critique him, and you can critique him and still vote for him. And guess what? When he gets in the White House, we're going to be on his ass. <laughs> Okay, we gonna stay. You could have been on his back. On, you could have been on anything, no, no, but you want to no, be on his ass. We gonna you stay on his ass. Okay, right. we gonna keep pushing our agendas, and we gonna hold him accountable because that's the problem, right? The problem is we vote these people in, and then we think it's just all good. We're happy with the symbolism of them being in the White House. No, we gonna oh, keep on they ass. All right. Well, Biden is on Trump's ass because he talks about coronavirus. <laughs> Anybody who contracts the virus by essentially saying masks don't matter, social distancing doesn't matter, I think is, is, is responsible That's not for what happens to them. That's not true. That's not true. Because you can be doing everything in your power to prevent yourself from getting COVID and still get COVID. Like, that's not true. Like, yeah. that, that, we can't just say just because somebody gets COVID, they weren't social distancing. They weren't wearing a mask. Like, we, no, that's not that's not. I think that's he's not, talking more into Donald Trump, the fact that Donald Trump never wore a mask. Well, he should speak to the fact that Donald Trump was defiant about not wearing a mask. He should speak to the fact that Donald Trump was arrogant about not social distancing. That's the difference. Hmm. Donald Trump earned, if he has COVID-19, he earned every single bit of that 19. One through 19, he earned. All right. Okay. Well, that is your front page news. Now, when we come back, what was your favorite Cosby show episode? What was your favorite episode? Uh, I have so many, but I probably um, when 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 Vanessa went off to go see the Wretched, that mm. was that was a real good one. And I like the seasons where um, you know Erica Alexander came playing um, playing Pam. I thought I thought those were good too. There's a lot of different Cosby shows. I love, I love I like, the, I like one. the one where the men got pregnant. Remember when oh, yeah, all the men yeah, were pregnant? Yeah, 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 when yeah. they didn't have kids, they had like sub sandwiches and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I love the Gordon Cottrell one, of course. I love the one. Classic. Where, I love the ones where they always do something for like the anniversary or the birthdays, and they do like the performances. Baby. Yeah, yeah that was dope. Baby. I like, like when she check. Dope. I like when she check Elvin uh, when she went to go fix um, Cliff a, a cup of coffee. Yep, yep, yep. I love the airing one. Remember when uh, Theo came home with an airing and he was hiding the airing from mm -hmm. his dad? Yeah, that one was we're, a dope one too. We're saying all that to say that... Um, Felicia Rashad yes. will be joining us when we come yes. back. we're about to bless y'all with the presence of Felicia Rashad. She blessed us, so we're sharing that blessing with y'all. All right. So don't miss your blessing. That's right. So we'll talk to her when we come back, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have a special guest on the line, an icon, a legend, and a true queen. A queen. Miss Felicia Rashad. Welcome. 
Thank you. Good morning. I Good feel morning. like you're my mom. I've been watching you for so long. I, I just feel like I know everything about you. I feel like your mom. Hey, Ma, I just want to say good morning, Mom. Good morning, son. How you doing? <laughs> he too red to be I, yours. He too red to be yours. No, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. Now, I'm, I'm, I, I hate Zoom interviews, and this is one time I really hate Zoom interviews because I would love to be in your presence. Absolutely. Oh, that's very kind. Well, you know what? When we can, we will. How have you been maintaining uh, through this whole pandemic? Well, let's see. First of all, I've been very grateful. I've been very grateful to be in my home and to have a home to be in. Mm. I've been very grateful that my family and friends are fine. I've been very grateful to be able to assist people in the ways that I've been able to do. Um, And I've had work to do. Of course, it's different because everything is through the computer. Mm -hmm. I pray we will not live like this forever. Mm-hmm. Same. Because it ain't natural. Mm-mm. And it ain't good for the eyes either. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what have you learned about yourself mentally and, and, and spiritually? Anything new? Yeah. You know, you asked that question, and I'm always a little hesitant to say these things because, uh, well, anyway, I'll just say it because you asked. Mm-hmm. It's so important to find that silent space inside the mind. Mm-hmm. It's so important to find that space, especially now because there's so much clatter and so much chatter and so much pull to the left and then pull to the right and just being pull, 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 if you allow it to be that way. And then the mind, you know, it has its own way of jumping around. Yes, it does. (laughs) So it's so important to find the silence. You know what? If we stopped pining for the things that we think we don't have and look at what we do have mm. and what we can do, it's a much better place to come from, I think. Mm. Yeah. And it allows us to create a better place. Right. So, yeah, there are things that, that I that I do uh, miss. I miss live theater, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just the other day I was thinking how privileged we've been for so long without understanding the fullness of our privilege to be able to go to a movie. Right. Yes. Yes. To yes, be able yes. to sit in a theater or in a restaurant or to hug people or to or to be with people when they're making their transition uh from this form to the next, you mm-hmm. know. It's we didn't understand our full privilege. And um maybe, you know, when we if it changes, well I should say when it changes, yeah, I just don't know what it's gonna change to. But we'll come into a, we should come into a better understanding of just what the privilege of being with people is. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll be kinder to one another. How are your kids been? How, how have they been? Are, are they been around? Are they been staying away? How, how has that been? Well, my son um, lives on the West Coast. My daughter, at the beginning of this pandemic, had just returned from Italy. Mm. She had been in Italy and she had just returned and I was just returning from uh, work on Empire in Chicago. Then everything shut down and my daughter wouldn't come and and see me. Stay away from me. That's right. She did. But what she did do uh, when I was returning home, she had come to the house before I arrived and she had stocked the refrigerator and the shelves. And she said, Mommy, you don't go outside. You don't go to the store. You stay here. 
<laughs> and she would call to make sure I was not outside. And I had to laugh at that. I said, you, you're monitoring me mm-hmm. like I'm you, but I'm not you, I'm me. And when it's time, I'm going outside. They said the same thing. They were like, no, 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 no. I'm the I'm your parent. I'm going out when I want. Like, you know, you but don't think for a moment that what you did and what you said was not appreciated. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a yeah. question, Queen. Have you ever had to go off on any of your real kids the way you went off on Vanessa for going to see the wretched? And you're down in Baltimore having big fun, weren't you, Vanessa? Isn't that where you were? Didn't you go down there to Baltimore and have big fun, Vanessa? Tell me, didn't you go for big fun? Mom? Shut up! <laughs> Don't you dare open your mouth when I'm asking you a question. I only hope that you can have the same experience, Vanessa. I hope that one day you come to realize exactly how it feels to think that your child's life is in danger. You have taken us from levels of frenzy, panic, distress, and now that we know you're okay, rage. Um, I said I was sorry. This is not gonna happen oh, again. I, I know you're lying right now. Go to bed! Are you kidding? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so were they your motivation when you did that episode? Uh, no, understanding what that energy is was helped. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I understood that energy very well. <laughs> yes. It, I mean, you know, people say, oh, oh, no, you were just a perfect mother. And I look at them and, and smile and say, thank you. But you know, it's easy when you're scripted and the children are scripted too. Mm-hmm. But in real life, there are no scripts. Yeah. You know you know the beauty of that wretched episode? I've lived long enough to where I knew exactly what Vanessa's character felt like, and then I've lived long enough to know exactly what your character felt like. Isn't that something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> teenagers, children will sneak. I mean, it's part of being a teenager. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's scary. yeah. It seems like it's scarier now, though. Oh, it's a oh come on! It's so it's so much scarier. It now. is, and and it's not young people's fault. Mm-hmm. We're very 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 distracted, and our children were being inundated with some of the worst kinds of diversions. Mm-hmm. And they look up, and it's they have a language that you don't even know. Word, mm-hmm. you know. I think that if if we as adults were cognizant of the fact that every single thing we say and do creates a memory mm-hmm. for our young, we might say and do differently. Absolutely. Because what do you really want the young person to learn? Now, here's the question. What is the most important thing for your young person to learn? The most important thing that I wanted my children to learn was who are you really? Mm. And that's an inner journey. And you don't get to go on the inner journey pointing fingers outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. Another disturbing thing I heard recently from two different sources who don't even know each other. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they both work in the field of pediatrics. They're both pediatricians. And uh, one, they're friends of mine. And one of them said that in her waiting room, she has these books for children, right? A three-year-old child picks up the book and doesn't know how to turn the page. She tries to scan it. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Now that hurt. But this, okay. And then somebody on the other side of the country told me the same thing. Wow. Because young people are being given these devices. 
they know yeah. and they know that this becomes your source of information and your only source of information right which means you're going to receive what somebody wants you to receive that's right i think we want our young people to think deeper than that all right we got more with felicia rashad when we come back don't move it's the breakfast club good morning Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Felicia Rashad. Now, I was going to say from Houston, what made you come all the way to the East Coast to go to college, to go to HBCU, and why was it important to go to a HBCU, the second real HU? But go ahead. Yeah, well, I wanted to be uh, an actor, and I wanted to study drama, right? Mm-hmm. And I was applying to all these schools, and my father just looked at me, and he let me do all that, and he said, you're going to Howard. And I said, oh, but dad, what about this one and this? He said, you're going to Howard. I I never thought about going to a school that wasn't an HBCU. And that was because of my experience from a child. Mm -hmm. Before I started uh, elementary school, I was in nursery school on the campus of Texas Southern University. He's trying to play you. you. Just so you know. He's trying to play you. You I just wanted you to see the Hampton alumni. I just wanted you to see that. So my grandmother went to Hampton. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Vivian Elizabeth Graham. Yes, she did. Mm-hmm. She made a great decision. Oh, yes, she did. I realize in greater measure how very fortunate I am to have attended an HBCU, mm-hmm. not only for the astute professors who were teaching there, because they were of the highest caliber, but also for that other side of life, that social life, that socialization. Yep that helps to develop you as a as a as an adult, you know? Did you ever did you ever lose yourself playing such a iconic role as Claire Huxtable? Meaning that, you know, did you ever forget who you were? <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, that 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 wasn't possible because every Every day I came home to my family. And, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want to hear none of that Claire Huxtable stuff when you walk in the house. Well, you know, it's like, no, it's it's like, okay, so my best friend from college came to see a taping and she said, Felicia, you ought to be ashamed of yourself taking those people's money for being yourself. <laughs> and at home, I mean, when I say this, uh, people imagine I always imagined what my life was like. Mm-hmm. Child, they had no idea. I would come home and cook and prepare dinner. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From fresh produce, no canned anything. Because mm. I want my family to eat healthily. Some things you can get in a can, but most things, vegetables and stuff, have to be fresh. And I would do that every day. And in the early years of the, of the show, uh, let's say a third year, um, I had my baby with me. I was a nursing mother. I took Condola to the studio with me every day. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, it's, and I came home with her at night and I was with my family. I wasn't out clubbing. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't doing stuff like that. I didn't have time for that. And and then, you know, there was school and then there was homework. Her, her brother's 13 years older than she was. And he was in the eighth grade when she was born. And I mean, you know, there I was. I mean, it's like you got to hit it every day. Mm-hmm. So your daughter was born to be an actress. She grew up in it. She was all around it. She lived hmm. it. So she was she was born to be an actress. She you know what she did. She grew up around the work and she saw what the work was. Her work ethic is incredible. You know, speaking of the work, um, I think you got Black Box coming out. On the 6th, right? Yeah, on the 6th. Yep. By this yep. month. 
You've held the name of America's mother for so years. Are you intentionally accepting roles in movies like A Fall from Grace and Black Box to kind of shift that image of you, I guess? The villain. That was no, an we, evil laugh. Right, right, wasn't it? <laughs> wow. Wait, wait a minute. Let's explore that concept for just a moment. Okay. <laughs> evil? Evil? Mm. See, one of the things we learn in acting is not to judge our characters. Mm-hmm. You have to always understand what a person is thinking and why the person's thinking it. In my freshman year, one of my instructors uh, said to me, I was having a fit about something someone had done. And he let me carry on and carry on. And then when I calmed down, he said, Miss Allen, there's something I want you to remember. Even when somebody's being, and I'll say this, an SOB, mm-hmm. they think they're right. Mm-hmm. Now think about the times you've seen somebody act a complete idiot and they think they're right. Yeah, I call that... um. I got a curse. I call that dead momentum. Yeah, but they think they're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it just keeps building and building and building and building and building. Right. So as an actor, that's my job, is to get inside what that thought is, you know. So I'm not, I'm not trying to depart from anything. There are all kinds. And it's interesting because they're all mothers, aren't they? Diana Dubois yeah. is a mother. Right, mm-hmm. right. And uh, Sarah in A Fall from Grace was what? A mother. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there's all kinds of women in this world and all kinds of mothers, too. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you're about to play the, the, the villain in the next Black Panther movie, right? With that laugh, right? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do you ever feel like certain roles are beneath you? I wouldn't say beneath me. I would just say they don't resonate with me. Mm-hmm. I don't like to be critical of other people's work because that's the easiest thing to be. I just try to find what resonates with me. So what resonates with me? A good story mm. that's told well resonates with me. A window of opportunity to explore creativity in a new way. That really resonates with me. You know, uh, Black Box poses the question, do we run our minds or do our minds run us? Isn't that true? What do you think the answer to that question is? Well, I... (laughs) Well, what do you think? Do we run our minds or do our minds run us? I think our minds run us, but... I agree we have the ability to get ourselves back on the proper course. Because I think we live in this world where there's so much noise that mm-hmm. if you pay too much attention to the noise, mm-hmm. people can start telling you how you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But that's not necessarily you. So you can silence that noise and really tap into your mind and, and figure out the path you're supposed to be on, not the path people want you to be on. Right. That's why I... You know, you asked me what I had learned about my mind, and that's why I said it was important to find the silence within my mind. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. I I think that most oftentimes um, we people are run by our minds, and the mind often runs amok. And here we are. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and by the way, it's fine too, right? Because healing looks different for for healing is healing is strange like that. Like one moment you're fine, the next minute you bugging out, mm-hmm. and I think that's okay. It's all a process. It is, but but do we want to keep just going through that like that? No, no. 
No, I don't think so. I don't think so. And you've just brought up something that's really very interesting. You said one minute you're fine and the next minute you're bugging out. That's that brings to my mind imagery of a pendulum. Yeah. 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 We want to bring that thing to center, right? Because mm-hmm. it will swing as far to the left as it does to the right. Mm-hmm. And let's brought center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, we have more with Felicia Rashad. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Felicia Rashad. Now, now you mentored uh, Chadwick Boseman when he was in Howard. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did the loss of him impact you? And, and, and for people that don't know him personally, tell us something that we might not know about him. He's came. He's He's been up here a couple of times and... He's donated money to the causes that we were fighting for at the time. He's, he's from South Carolina like me. He's always been a good brother. So t- tell us how that impact was. Well, you want to know something about him that you might not know? Yeah. Chadwick was given to study. He loved to study. He studied through the lens of theater first as a writer. He studied the meanings of words. I mean, he studied. And you can see this kind of thoughtfulness in his work. It's so subtle, you don't notice it at first, but you go back and you look at it again. He was a consummate artist and without question, one of the kindest and bravest people I've ever known. Mm. Rest in mm. peace, Chadwick. Yeah, definitely rest in no, peace. No, I, I wanted to ask you about um the the, the, the Drake video. When, when, when Drake called you to be in that video, did you even know who he was? Of course I knew who he was. Where do you think I live? Under a rock? <laughs> I knew who he was. <laughs> I knew who he was. I hadn't been able to give answer to the uh, to the inquiry when I talked to my daughter. She said, oh, you have to do it. I said, okay, okay, okay. I had so much fun. That can't be the first time you've been asked to be in a rap video, though, right? Yes, it was. Really? What? Yeah. Wow. That's insane. Wow. As popular as you've been for all these years? You know, things come when they should and don't when they shouldn't. There you go. Mm. How, do you, how do you think Black Hollywood has evolved over the years since, since, since you first came in? It, um, there was always, there were Black people in positions that we weren't always conscious of, mm-hmm. but not maybe so many. And now you see Black people on many different levels, in many different areas, in many different positions. It's one thing for what you see on the screen, but you wouldn't see what's on that screen if it weren't for the work of the people who are not on that screen. And they are fundamental and essential to what it is we see. So we need a total equity in this nation of ours that includes all people. Mm -hmm. In my career, I have worked with only one Native American actor. That'll make sense to me. I have worked with only one Asian American actor. That doesn't make sense to me. There's more for us to do in the field of inclusion. Mm-hmm. There's more for us to embrace. And I look forward to us doing that because I think that as a people, we are more than ready for it now. I look back on all of those shows that I grew up on in the 90s, and man, it just seemed like they were so brilliantly black and I learned so much from them whether it was Cosby Different World Living Single I mean even Martin like all of those shows like that I'm like what did those sets look like because they were they were so black 
that you would think that everybody on the set was black. All the writers, the directors, the people behind the camera. Was it not like that? Nope. Wow. <laughs> no, it was not. Wow. No, it was not. There were black people behind the camera. Mm -hmm. There were black people in the writer's room. Uh, but everybody was not black. No. But everybody was on board to deliver an excellent program. Mm -hmm. And that's what matters. Because all black people don't think alike. That's right. And there were interns who were being hired every year. And a number of them were black and some of them were not. Our stage managers were black and they were young people. And Mr. Cosby wanted that. So we had that. Uh, and they were good. It was sharp. Young people to keep it fresh, keep it new. Yeah. I mean, you know, there was a way of including people of different ethnicities. You see it reflected in the in Rudy's friends. You see her little friends. Mm -hmm. You see how they're you see that, okay? Mm -hmm. There was a way of including mm -hmm. people of ethnicities and generations that was just a marvel to be a part of. And he was not going to have grandparents insulted and made fun of the way some shows do make fun yeah. of people for being older. He said, no, he said, no, we're not doing that. Our, our young people uh, show respect and it, it's not a forced thing. It's inherent. Right. And he insisted on that. He insisted on a lot of great things. Even when they introduced hip hop and they brought in Erica Alexander and it wasn't like she was just some ghetto ratchet young lady you know she was just a, a a person whose circumstances didn't deal with the best cause and she wanted a better life yeah and he understood that he understood that by by virtue of the way he grew you still speak to the other cast members because watching it seems like you guys would be on the phone with each other all day long you don't think it's a job do you still speak to those other cast members at all every now and then i will hear from malcolm mm -hmm. and keisha and they have beautiful children, and they love them. And I told Malcolm he's a finished item. He has a daughter, and he just he can't he can't give enough love. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he's just he's finished. He's finished. <laughs> and you're done, brother. You're done. <laughs> Does it upset you that they don't people don't want to air the episodes of the Cosby Show? Oh no, it doesn't upset me. It uh, people still watch. Mm -hmm. People find ways to watch. You know. I won't be upset by things because things change. Right. I won't be upset. And I won't be upset by by things people do because people change. We see that. It's something to see and to understand. Years ago, someone who loves me very much told me, she said to me, an image can be broken. Try to find out who you really are. Wow. That's a that's tough to do in this business. It's not it's yeah. not it's not tough to do. But it can be a process just because everybody's always trying to tell us what our image should be. And when you open up a magazine or you read a blog and people have a perception of you, like, oh, that's what they like? Let me give them more of that. So you become a caricature of yourself and things become performative without you even knowing it. That's a very interesting observation. It's what happens in interviews that isn't happening in this one, and I'm loving it. You know, when people interview you, they come, sometimes they come with their answers already in their heads to the questions they've decided to ask you. Right. Mm. And so you wonder why, well, what, what are we doing here? Why? Okay. <laughs> what, what, what is this? What, 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 what? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Why have a conversation with me if you already think you know? Correct. <laughs> yeah, you know. Okay. So that lets me know one thing, if nothing else, you will leave this conversation thinking of the person that I'm speaking to. That person will leave the conversation knowing only what they thought they knew. Right. 
before the conversation began. Well, we enjoy you, uh, Queen Rashad. Now we can sit here and talk to you forever. And we appreciate you for checking in. We, we're so grateful and thankful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you both. And please, when you are in New York, please stop by the studio. Absolutely. Okay, I will. Yeah, we have the rose petals on the ground for you to walk <laughs> on. We have all that for you. T- tea, coffee, whatever it is you need. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Thank, you <very> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, Queen. Thank you so much. Felicia Rashad. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Thank you. Uh, morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk to Raji P. Henson. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to Raji. Wish her a happy birthday. She turned 50 a couple of, uh, about a week ago, I believe. Yep. Now, she's set to host a new talk show, Peace of Mind with Taraji. It's going to be a mental health talk show, and it's going to be on Facebook Watch. Drop on the clues bonds for Taraji P. Henson and, and Tracy Jade. Uh, Tracy Jade will be the, the, the other host on, on that show as well. I love those sisters, man. I love all the work that they do. In regards to the Boris Lawrence Henson Foundation, mm-hmm. they are helping to eradicate the stigma around mental health in the black community, and That's their right. efforts are appreciated. Right. Salute so, to Taraji and Tracy. Whenever, whenever they call me, I am there for them. I'm sure you'll be on their show talking mental health. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say I'm sure. Let me not say that. That was arrogant. Yeah, but I'm sure. But y'all are cool. I mean, that's that's what you advocate as well. So I don't see why not. Yeah, it's not no no arrogance. It's just you know being honest. Now, also, you want a rumor? Kendrick Lamar. They're saying allegedly is leaving Top Dog Entertainment. They're saying now that's a rumor. Now I like that. Now we doing actual rumors. Let me tell me more. They are suggesting that he has left Top Dog Entertainment and he is focusing on his own imprint, PG Lang, with former TDE president Dave Free. So that's what they're saying, that he's doing his own thing. And he has a roster which includes himself, Baby Keem, and a host of others. Drop on the clues bombs for Baby Keem. I, lo- I like Baby Keem a lot. Uh, you know who actually put me on the uh, Baby Keem? Um, Who's that? Lil Dicky put me on the Baby Keem. Okay. About a year ago. All right. Yeah, some change ago. All right. Now, you remember Black Rob? You got Black Rob's record for people that don't know? Yeah. Hey. Hey. Y'all get ready to push y'all up on something, man. Yo, when you see something ill, that's you know whoa. That's whoa. All right. Whoa. Anything ill you see, we gotta play. We gotta let that play. We gotta let the beat drop. Fast forward whoa. to the part where he says finger near and uh, uh, words at, like whoa. See, <laughs> he does say that. She was. Ah, uh, you can stop it. You said he says he has what? You never question Black Rob. But he said he has what? There's a line in there where he says. Finger near an N words, but like whoa, like whoa, really? Don't act like like really. <laughs> you probably that. used to drop that drop the music when that line came I, on in the club. I, 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 I Stop did, it! I, I didn't know that. Now, uh, Black Rob, he was in Connecticut. Shout out to uh, Bars of Nine Ninety Five. He was talking about his rap career, and he's not doing so well. You know what my biggest mistake was, man? You keeping it tall, tall with you, right? Man. Right. Child support. Mm. It, was, it had you under pressure. Still under pressure, man. But I need help, man. Right. You know, I get money. Everybody know that. But the child support be slaying me, man. Yikes. I'm not sure how many kids Black Rob has, but he says uh, child support hit him. He said when he signed with uh, Bad Boy, they said Puff gave him like three hundred and fifty to $400,000. And he's saying that he's uh, he's struggling right now because of child support. So shout yeah, to how much, shout is, he, to how much is he paying in child support? Lord have mercy. Salute to Black Rob. We don't know how many kids he has. And also in some great news, Beyonce paid for an entire hospital wing's COVID-19 treatments. Drop on the clues, bonds for Beyonce. Wow. 
which is pretty dope. He, she also partnered up with uh, Adidas, and they committed $10 million over the next three years to fund Be Good Partner Social Impact Program. So Beyonce's doing her, her job. She's doing the work. Yeah, this is when you got to act your ways, because I'm not going to lie. I, I watch a lot of um, Beyonce's philanthropy efforts, mm-hmm. and, and I, I try to mimic them. Like when she did the COVID test in Houston, I did like four COVID, the, four COVID tests in South Carolina, mm-hmm. and I'm listening to that, and I'm like, wow. That's big. Mm-hmm. But then you hear that number. $10 million? <laughs> Look. You hear that number and you're like, okay, act your wage. Young man, just keep doing what you can. I stay with my, my backpack drives, my turkey drives, my my toy drives. I stay in my lane. I stay with, you know, giving back to my HBCU. I stay in my lane. Yeah, you know. I when I hear that $10 yeah. million, I'm like. I, listen, everybody act their wage. You do, you do what you're supposed to I'm do. You know, you did, I, I, did, I provided free Wi-Fi for the Colony Apartments in Columbia, South Carolina a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Act your wage. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's all. Everybody act their wage. We're not, we, hey, what do we tell these women? You not Beyonce. You Sometimes got- you got to look in the mirror as a man and tell yourself that, too. You not Beyonce. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's all. All right. That was kind of weird, but all right. All no, right. it's not. You gotta, all of us need to remind ourselves that we not Beyonce. You're right. You're That's right. all I'm saying. Well, that was your rumor report. Now, who are you giving that donkey to? Um, America. America needs to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a world of America. Like, like everybody? Everybody. Like the whole U.S. of A. Black, white, everybody. Asian. Ev- all of us. All men, of us women, need to gather around. Everybody? Yes. Okay. Everyone. All right. All right. All right. Well, we'll give it to everybody when we come back. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. When a train hits a vehicle at a railway crossing, the results are often deadly. Be cautious at crossings, and if the signals are going, don't be tempted to try and sneak across the tracks, even if you don't see a train. Stop. Trains can't. Brought to you by NHTSA. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest on the line, Mike Epps. What's, What's up? What's up? Oh, gee. What's happening? You look What's like you're in somebody's dressing room. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in a bag. I got my little bag cave. Ain't no weed in there, though. He was just mo- <laughs> He just had something in his mouth a second ago. <laughs> <laughs> you talk too soon, Charlemagne. <laughs> I was just, I was saying behind the scenes, I was like, uh, Swiss Beats was roller skating, and he called out you, and he also called out Floyd Mayweather, said, y'all got 24 hours to respond, but you said you ain't roller skating right now. <laughs> nah, man, I got a, I got a, you know, I got a show on Netflix with Wanda Sykes. And we got called back to work on October the 12th, so I'm I'm just preparing myself to go back to work, man. I'm so glad I'm going back to work, man. It's it's crazy. Oh yeah, the Upshaws, the Upshaws with you and Wanda Sykes, right? Yeah, the Upshaws. Yeah. That's the sequel to Meet the Blacks. Or, uh... No, 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 no. Okay. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Boy, you silly. <laughs> oh, no. Oh no, no, no. House Next Door is the sequel to Meet the Blacks. <laughs> yeah, 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 gotcha. yeah. House Next Door. What you been doing, Mike? How you been maintaining the past six months? Man, as sad as it's been, it's been a breakthrough, too, man. I've been on the road for 20 years. This is the first time I ever really got a chance to sit around my house and, and you know what I mean, go through some old things and hang with my kids. Yeah. And I mean, man, it's been a blessing in, in the, through the lining of it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How, how you and the wife been? Because, you know, this is the time that's going to make a relationship or break a relationship. How y'all been? Oh man, we love my love, my wife, and my wife love me. We 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 friends. You know the relationship thing, we just don't even harp on that. We already know we love each other, so 
Hey, I told her we can do life in this house together if we want to. What what is what is this hip hop party you doing that you got premiering? This Mike? concert ain't a party, it's a concert. It's called the hip hop <laughs> yeah. party though. During the quarantine, we've been, you know, everybody's been creative, man. Uh, but the verses, man, has been so entertaining to us, man. We've been in, we've been enjoying it and loving everybody on the verses, but they got a group of people that don't want to do the verses. Right. And you know, comedy and music has always played a good hand with each other. They always combine real good. And I said, you know, I'm going to try something, man. So I got with a guy named Mark out of Chicago, a couple producers, Brian Alden, the one, uh, the promoter that does our, our comedy shows and stuff. We got together, man, and we said, you know what? We're going to bring out the legends, man. So I called Rakim and Karis one and all these guys, Dougie man, Fresh, Big Daddy Kane, Greg Nice. Greg Nice. These are dudes who, you know, they just got a different perception about what today is. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a another platform because Versus done so great. But this is another platform for some of the guys that might be a little bit more comfortable with doing what they do. What, what, was, the pro- they, what was the production process like? We had the testing, and then we had the cameraman. Um, but nobody was there that, that didn't have a purpose of being there, you know. Right. And all the rooms were separated. And when it was time for one to perform, one would come out while the other ones was in their dressing rooms. Wow, so, so the same it was, venue. It was all in the same spot. All in the same venue. Where are you going to be able to watch this at? This is October 9th on Hip Hop Legends. Hip Hop Legends? Yeah, this is your website. Yeah, hiphoplegends.com. This is your kind of show, man. You're going to love this. Hell yeah, I'm 42. That's my that's my era. Well, that's not my era era, but it right after, that's like right when I first got introduced to hip-hop was because of Rakim. Yeah, you was you was two years old then. I was 10, I was 10 and 88. Man. 10, Woo, God, boy, you a young, boy, y'all some young. <laughs> 10 and 88. So, so what made you want to go back in 88? I was 19 in 88. I was in jail. I was locked up in 98. <laughs> <laughs> He's in 98. He's in 88. 88. I mean, 88. Oh. Yeah, I was locked up in 88. For what? I was 18, man. Trying to be somebody I was. You know, that's the only time. You know, when you go to jail at that age, you definitely going for trying to be somebody you ain't. You ain't lying. <laughs> that's probably, you ain't probably lying. beating somebody up, Mike Epps. They always say Mike Epps oh, with their hands. Hey, man, that's one thing about me, man. The older I get, the more I want to stay away from all the crazy. You know, the older you get, you start looking back on yourself like, man, I was, I was tripping, man. <laughs> Every day of my mm-hmm. life. And the internet don't make you forget it, Mike. You know, the way the world is, as crazy as the world is, if you don't get yourself together at this point, man, you ain't going to do it. Absolutely. I agree. What made you do this concert? Were you at home bored and say, you know what, I love this type of music? Like, what made you say, you know what, this is what I want to do, and how'd you get involved, and how you book the acts? Explain it. Break it down for us one time. I'm from that era. Man, I listen to the music to this day. Most of it is still, I mean, it's relevant today. I mean, you listen to KRS-One, man, he was talking about the solution of what the police is doing then, right, right mm-hmm. now. So I'm like, don't nobody pay them dudes no homage. And I was just telling somebody, I was just telling one of my friends, why I don't hear no KRS-One and a Jay-Z album, a song together, or or Big Daddy Kane and a Meek Mills? Or, I'm like, why these, these young dudes don't hook up with these old school dudes, man? I mean, I would be doing it. That's just like me in a movie with Eddie Murphy. I had to get with the OGs. That's just like y'all. I know y'all pay homage to 
And you, y'all probably don't even know him, but Frankie Crocker. You goddamn absolutely. right. Absolutely. The only black man Red with Alert. Yeah, absolutely. Red Alert. Yeah, Red Alert. Petey Green. Lover and Dre. Petey Green. Petey Green. My, uh, Ed Lover, yeah. Dr. Dre. Uh, Tom Joyner, Tom Doug Joyner. Banks. You Steve goddamn Harvey. right. Yeah, absolutely. Steve Harvey. Yeah. Steve Harvey. Give it up to all, for all them brothers. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, y'all, y'all, y'all pioneers now, man. It's a Charlemagne getting kicked out of class right now, <laughs> and a DJ Envy getting kicked out right now for for trying for back there DJing. <laughs> tell me, tell me about this show with Wanda Sykes. I know she ain't she ain't your wife on the show, is she? It's like a Sanford and Son, and 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 uh, Wanda's playing my sister-in-law. I'm married to Wanda's sister, and and Wanda's playing my sister-in-law, and she don't want me to be with her sister. So when she come over to the house, man, we going at it. I mean, and it's funny, man. We got Kim Fields, the great Kim Fields, wow. and me and my wife. So, man, we got some seasoned good actresses and actors on this show, man. It's going to be fun. Yeah, well, you, you know? can see everything that's going on with, with, with your president, Donald Trump, and him catching coronavirus. What were your thoughts? <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> check this out, man. Whatever, whatever, whatever it takes, man. You know what I mean? I mean, I think either way, the world gonna be the way it's gonna be. Whoever get in office, it's gonna be what it is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The Donald Trump, I don't know if he got coronavirus or not. I don't think don't so, Mike. How. Yeah, he just popped up with it, right? Yeah, I mean, listen, he was he was doing everything in his power to get it. Let's be for real. He wasn't wearing no mask. He wasn't social distancing. But it just something don't seem right. Just all of a sudden, that arrogant mother wouldn't let nobody know he got that. <laughs> he sure wouldn't. You ain't lying about that. <laughs> All right, we got more with Mike Epps. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Mike Epps in the building. Charlamagne? Mike, tell me about that tattoo on your wrist, man. That's that's like that's that dollar sign you got when you was a teenager, I can tell. Oh, I'm, I, that's crazy. You notice that. Sometimes I forget it's there. But I put <laughs> that there because... A lot of times people be interrupting me when I'm on the phone, mm -hmm. and I had to look at that and point at them and tell them, man, I'm talking about some money right now. <laughs> you need to get... <laughs> hey, man, I just look at them and point at my wrist and say, you see what I'm doing? <laughs> Hold it down there. <laughs> you remember when you got that? Oh, man, yeah, I I, I got this. I, I don't know where I got I think I got this in New York, man. I was somewhere playing around it. They put that on my on my hand, man. Do you miss stand up? No. Really? Why not? Hell no. Man, I'm telling you, I was doing it for 20 years. I didn't get a break. And you know what? After watching Dave Chappelle's great stand up show, mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I don't really think I love stand up like <laughs> I thought I did. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so you tired? Are you tired of stand up? You're not gonna do stand up anymore. Or are you just gonna slow down a little bit? I gotta, I gotta get the love back again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I see, I, I see you guys do everything. Y'all just, y'all just don't do DJing mm -hmm. now. I mean, if you broke away from it for a certain amount of time, you might not want to come back to it either. Yeah, but you know what? I, I, I did for a little bit. I, I jumped into real estate heavy, and I started doing my car show stuff. But then. I ain't gonna lie. I miss the crowds. I miss controlling the music. I miss yeah, seeing yeah, the people. Yeah. I miss going to the colleges yeah. and the homecomings. That's what I, I miss yeah. touching the people. That, that's what I don't see with the real estate, and that's what I don't see with the car shows a lot of times. You know? Right, right, right. I get yeah, yeah. I I get that part too. Yeah, I do miss that. You know what I like I'm being Mike? 
I like being the plug. I like being the plug, man. I like I like being the point guard. I don't I don't necessarily even want to be in front of the camera that much no more. I want to just be behind the scenes calling the shots. I feel that way too, Charlemagne, because I just I feel like I did it, man. I feel like I showed I showed the world all that I could show as far as stand up is concerned. I mean, now it's just I don't want to compete and the fans make you especially black people I love my black folks, but boy, when I tell you they'll compare you to another black person in a minute, <laughs> absolutely, it don't matter. They won't who let it is you either. have nothing. It, huh? don't, it don't matter who it is either. Yeah, I'm like, damn, I I didn't get in this business to, to compete with this dude or these five <laughs> women or whatever. I'm like, damn, why why is everything I do gotta be compared to what somebody else do? Right. So it just it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm out of the race. I think we caused that too, though, because. We make it seem like it can only be one of us at a time. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we give the white man too much credit and make it seem like the white man is blessing people with these opportunities. So the white man can only bless this one person. <laughs> right. And so then he goes out there and then everybody compares that person to people that they think is way funny. To the right. You know to what I mean? To that's right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It, it goes just like that. But it's all good, man. I mean, I tell my friends, I tell my kids all the time, man, I cuss white people out. <laughs> Like, I was, I don't know where I was, but some white guy told me, I walked in and he was like, the line is right there. When I tell you I cussed him out so hard, he was hurt, man. You know, because he could not believe that I said what I, that I was talking to him like that. <laughs> what did you say to him? <laughs> what did you say? I don't remember what I said, but I hurt his feelings so bad. And I told my kids that I said, guess what? Back in the civil rights days, Black people wasn't able to talk to white people like that when they got out of line. You can actually pull somebody on the side. You can actually kick a white person's ass right now. <laughs> and I'm not prejudiced. I ain't trying to be, you know, just a case for the white listeners or anything like that. But it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I tell all these tough black dudes that's running around here bullying people and trying to look like they King Kong. I say, have you ever killed a white man before? Oof. Because that's what these young kids do. They run around here praising and giving these brothers trophies for killing That's niggas. right. Mm -hmm. You the king killer. OG <laughs> killer. And you want me to kiss your ass, please. K&K, king killer. Yeah, get your ass out of here. You ain't killed kill, hey, or beat up or touched nan white person. But you got all these black folks over here scared to death. If I walk in a room, I, I say that all the time. If I walk in a room... And I got my brother Wax with me. You know, Wax, big black dude with yeah. dreads. Some other yeah. brothers will try us. Let me walk in there with a white man with a suit on. They'll stay I don't away from me. I understand that. That's crazy. I want to clean one thing up because I know how these people are. You were not advocating to kill no white people. You were just simply saying that black people will try each other before they try the white man. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't saying it like that. I was, I was saying it in a way to make black people understand that you got to stop killing your own people. Mm -hmm. That don't mean go kill white people. I'm mm -hmm. not saying that. Right. Because uh, white people can look at me and tell that I ain't all the way black like I would like to be. 
What? What does that mean? Yeah, I'm, I got some white meat, DJ Envy. We got some white folks with us somewhere, partner. <laughs> Charlemagne, he he barely got out of there, but me and you, we still standing over there. Man, I'm, white people don't be mad. I got some of y'all white. It's white in me somewhere. I'm 97.6% West African. I did my ancestry test. I'm black, man. man. I I did my ancestry, man. I'm I'm related to uh uh, uh Roger and Ebert. Uh uh Ebert. My goodness. The two film critics, man. The they my film. uncles, man. That's stupid, man. That's stupid, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what you say when you get in trouble, Mike. When the work yeah. <laughs> man, you don't know my uncles, man. <laughs> <laughs> so we got the we got the hip hop party to look forward to on on Friday. This Friday. Friday. Yeah, this Friday. The ninth, October 9th. Y'all gonna enjoy this, man. It's a dream come true for me to stand there and watch Rakim and, and Big Daddy Kane and, and, and KRS one and Greg Nice and Dougie Fred. To sit there and watch them dudes perform, man. I, man, I was like a kid in a candy store, man. I couldn't believe it, man. All right, Mike, we appreciate you joining us, brother. Hey, man, I appreciate y'all, man. Much love, man. And white people, I love y'all. Don't get it twisted now. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, it's Mike Epps The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Right. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are mm-hmm. The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk McDonald's. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. If you have kids or you are a huge Travis Scott fan, you've been to McDonald's, and when you get to the, uh, the when you order, you always say, you know I'm here. And then you play the Astroland music. It's supposed to be this big thing. The kids love it. They have a good time. I feel it. like you've done that more than your kids have. Probably have. You rattled that off way too easily. I, I have. never even heard that. I have. Well, now Jay Balvin, he has his own McDonald's meal. He is right. the first Latino artist okay. who McDonald's has worked with in this capacity. So let me That's ask why you a Trump, question. That's why uh, uh, the head of the Latino for Trump gang, um, Dramos is so excited. You know, stop, stop putting that. Wait, you know what's happening that? Oh, hold on, Dramos. Okay. Let me ask Charlamagne first. So, first Latino artist uh, McDonald's has worked with in this capacity, J Balvin. Huh. What meal is the J Balvin don't meal? Don't do it to yourself. <laughs> don't do it to yourself. <laughs> what is the J Balvin <laughs> meal? I really don't know. Like, what, would, what does McDonald's serve? I don't. I don't know. Well, it's J Balvin. What do, what do you think a J Balvin meal is? I have no idea. So Travis Scott is the, the bacon cheeseburger with. You know, he's from Houston, so it's the barbecue sauce. J Balvin, go. I don't know. McDonald's don't serve nothing with Goya, do they? Man, stop it. <laughs> what do they have? I don't know. Goya's not in everything, bro. <laughs> it really, drum? It's not in everything. Is it in your right. cabinet? No. Or you got rid of it? Yes, I got rid of it. All right, he's so. a liar. I'm not a liar. <laughs> I'm supporting independent Latin-owned uh, seasoning business. Oh, oh, give okay. us one right now. Voting then. gang. There you go. Oh, oh. First of all, don't be shouting out no gang. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Shut if up, you ever bro. hear me shout out Crips and Blood, don't be shout out no Latino man. gang on this radio station. Oh, shut goodness. up. Okay. <laughs> so, do you know what this meal consists of? Was it the Big Mac, the Oreo McFlurry, fries, and a drink? Right? Yes, it mm-hmm. is. Actually, it is. Yeah. What they got to do with being Latino, though? Who says it? Latinos are I mean, that was the leading Latino question. Food? The way NBA. I just asked said me. he's a Latino artist with his own meal. I he just was said, trying to get of... you to be racist. No, okay? it's not. Oh, oh got you. Thank you, Drum. I just asked what you. type uh-huh. of meal Thank it you, was. Drum. Thank you. Thank you, Drum. Gosh, Thank everything you. is not racist up here, guys. Well, I don't think. Everything is not about butts. I'm just asking the question. Well, salute to J Balvin. Yes, it's Big Mac without pickles. 
medium fries with ketchup and an Oreo McFlurry. That's not a rumor. And I think that should have been Nicky Jams, our um, spoiled rabbit. Man, it's Bad Bunny. <laughs> it's Bad Bunny. Okay. Oh. It's Bad Bunny. Okay. This guy's a jerk. So disrespectful. Well, congratulations to Waka Flocka Flame. He received his doctorate degree in philanthropy. Drop one of clues, Bond for Flocka. I thought he, he got a doctorate, right? His doctorate, yeah. Philanthropy. Doctor, uh, doctorate degree. So congratulations to Dr. Waka Flocka Flame. Salute to my guy, Flocka. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Jay Electronica, uh, Jay Electronica uh, f- officially released Act 2. It's on title right now. It was leaked, but now it's out on all streaming uh, platforms, and he can actually get paid from it. And here's a snippet of one of the joints right here. It's a rock nation, Jay Electronic extravaganza. The fans need an oxygen mask for every stanza. Because it don't matter if you black or Anglo Saxon. You see a holy L gliding across the stage with icy gloves and socks on. You'll be crying baby Jesus tears in your popcorn. Call the Ghostbusters up. Tell them we got one. The key master returneth. Escape from the fiery furnace. Clicking don't concern us. Uh-uh. What's your name? What's your sign? As soon as you try and shine, hate to creep up from behind. Vatican preaching Jesus, then they creep up with the swine. Enslave the people of God and have them sweep up at the shrine. Mm. Drop wow. clues, Bonds with J Electronica. I'm sitting there trying to figure out why did Act 2 not come out? Like, I enjoyed a written testimony. Um, I thought it could have been way better, but I enjoyed it a lot. But I'm trying to figure out why didn't Act 2 come out? Like, Act 2 is a great album. Maybe he just recorded a bunch of joints and he picked a couple for the J album and he just had these joints Nah, I think the J, I, I think the written testimony was a lot of new stuff. Major, uh, like majority new songs. You I mean think part so. two? You mean act two? No, a written testimony. Mm. The one that came out earlier this year. Yeah, No, but I said maybe he just did a whole bunch of songs for that album and these mm. are some of the ones that didn't make it. Now, I, I feel like that that album got kind of got washed away because of COVID. They couldn't tour. They couldn't really do what they were supposed to do to really promote that album. I think that album kind of got washed away. That's one of my favorite albums. And when I ride my bike, that's what I listen to when I ride. A written testimony? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gives me that energy. And lastly, uh, there's a... a new- <laughs> <laughs> Drum, why you make that face? Uh, just, him and riding, bro, it just sounds weird, <laughs> man. I don't, I don't know. It just sounds weird. It always sounds like a hidden meeting and that gives you that energy. <laughs> when I'm riding. This sounds weird. When he riding the Jay Electronica, yeah. Asalaamu Alaikum. <laughs> gives him that energy. Like, you think Jay Electronica's hype right now saying you assume are you ride? Dude, <laughs> is this in a home right now? Yo, Envy just told me, I told everybody he rides to me, yo. <laughs> no, it gives you that energy. You go back you, in retirement when now. When you ride 60 miles, 100 miles on a bike, and you going up a hill, and it's hard to get up that hill, and you got to stay in your zone, that puts you through that zone. What's, what's, How what's much shaft can you handle? <laughs> Whoa. Bruh. Yo, come on, man. Yo, 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 we need ye back, yo. This is crazy. This is getting out of hand. Too many penises in this room. I don't, I don't get it. I'm like, done, why? What, what is I'm going done. on here? That, that was your rumor report. My God. Revolt. First of all, you didn't tell one rumor in that whole rumor report. Forget it, man. Those are all stories. I'm not that, messing with y'all. Those are all news stories Revolt. that everybody's talking about. We'll that, see you tomorrow. I didn't hear no rumor other than that little thing you said at the end. That was wild. But that's not even a rumor no more. That's like People's confirmed. choice mixes up next. I hate y'all. It's the breakfast club. <laughs> you're still club lying on. after almost 10 years about telling people to call up here for the people's choice mix. No, <laughs> damn well. I'm about to get a mix right now. What you want here? Whatever you already pre-recorded. I got you then. <laughs> it's the breakfast club. Come on <laughs> I love to play with myself for you. The breakfast club. Your mornings will never be the same. It's DJ Envy, and for 55 years, the General Insurance has been giving people affordable auto insurance with excellent customer service. Get custom coverage that's right for you and immediate proof of insurance. Call them at 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply.
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to everybody that's been DMing me uh, recently. I know a lot of you guys are getting your... Uh, your tax returns, your stimulus checks, and, and money, your unemployment, and you're asking, Envy, I got a little extra money. What should I do with it? Uh, and I always tell you guys about real estate. I tell you, money is cheap right now. Interest rates are low. So it's a great time, especially, and they got all these grants and, and first-time buyer programs. So definitely do your homework. Google and look around because this is a great opportunity to buy some things. So look around. I'm not telling you where to go because... I don't know where you're from, but definitely look around. And we're also doing a, a, a webinar where we're going to show people how we do a flip. So we're going to show you how we purchase a home. We do the full flip, and you get to see everything from the demo to electric to plumbing, just to help you guys save a little extra when you get to your when you start doing it. So you know where to cut corners and where to make money, and, and watch out for con. When I say con contractors, all right? Just click the link in my bio for the details. I'm trying to you know help you guys out as much as possible. Yes, and salute. First and foremost, my man Mike Epps for pulling up today. Yes. Legendary OG comedian Mike Epps. And, man, we have to salute a queen. Absolutely. For blessing us with her presence, even though it was just via Zoom. Felicia Rashad. Absolutely. Both of those uh, conversations are available on the Breakfast Club AM YouTube page right now. Absolutely. All right, when we come back, we got the positive note. And I just want you guys just to stay out the way, man. Be safe and stay out the way. Can we play a little Duval song right now? That's my favorite play, joint right man, now, man. Play, play, play my guy's record, man. Don't it's worry. Be happy. Joint. Little Duval remade Bobby McFerrin's record featuring T.I. Um, feel good record, man. It does. It does feel, feel good. good record. Let's get it on right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, you guys have a great day. Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yes, man. Uh, the positive note, uh, listen, I want everybody to know I love being an example of growth and evolution for people. I don't spend all this money on therapy and sacred purpose coaches for nothing. I invest in my mental wealth and mindfulness for a reason. And that reason is because you're allowed to change who you are. There will be people from your past who expect to see a version of you that does not exist anymore. Remember that you do not need to live up to their expectations. You have evolved and grown so much. You do you and be who you are. That is a quote from Ayana Angelica. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?